Welcome to Mastering You Podcast with Monica Madden. Welcome to episode 44, Distractions. I will go over the definition and the breakdown of it. Uh, Test the distraction meter in your own life. Why do we have distractions? The six types of distractions. And nine ways to eliminate them. So the first thing I'm going to go over is the definition um, that I got offline for a distraction. A distraction is a thing that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else. Um, Extreme agitation of the mind or emotions. So now let's break down that definition. Let's start with a thing, right? A thing, um, this can be a task, a person, a thought, an emotion, an object, an action, an event, right? It could be anything or anyone. that prevents, right? And prevent means to keep something from happening. Um, it makes you unable to doing, it makes you unable of doing something or completing a task, right? So it stops you dead in your tracks. And then let's look at someone. In this case, that someone is you from, is the separation or removal. Giving is the sacrifice for a purpose. Full, complete attention is your concentration or your focus onto something, right? And then else is other than, instead of, and different. Okay, so now let's put this back into full perspective, okay? A person, thought, action, or event that separates you from focusing on your purpose or your goal that you're working towards, whatever you're doing right now, right, you are sacrificing for something else that you could be doing. Now, let's just give an example, okay? So my goal is to organize my office by December 1st, but instead of planning, when I will organize it, or instead of organize it when I've scheduled the time that I've committed to it, I go grocery shopping, grocery shopping instead. Um, I sleep, I hang out with friends, or, you know, I never get the organizing material that I know I'm going to need, right, in order to complete my organization. Um, so these are all types of distractions. And what's funny is when there's a hard or forced deadline, Distractions usually don't get in the way, right? And what I mean by this is um, when you know that you know that you know that by December 1st, you got to have a new place to live, right? You're going to pull out all stops. You're going to be doing whatever you need to do to find that new place to live. It's like even having a child, right? Your due date is your due date. Now, I mean, you know, the baby could come earlier, it could come late, but there's no prolonging it, right? You can't go and to your doctor 
and your due date is April 1st and you say, no, I don't want to give birth until um, June, right? There's no prolonging it. Even if you could, right, it would jeopardize your health and the baby's health. So when it comes to your mission, your purpose, or your goals, um, some of them, we let other things pull us away from what we want to do. We hear about multitasking, and, and let's be real, okay? When we're multitasking, um, nothing has your 100% attention. You can be talking to someone and typing, which equates to half listening and half focusing on the words on the screen. So if you want to be all in on your current task, when you're talking to someone, stop that, stop what you're doing, right, and listen to them. Here's what I usually do is if I'm in the middle of typing up something or writing a thought out or writing, right, and somebody comes up to me and wants to talk or ask a question, what I'll do is say, hey, give me a moment, please. You know, let me finish this thought or let me finish writing down what I'm doing here so I can give you my undivided attention. And then I look up after I finish my thought, the typing, the writing, I look up and give them eye contact so that they know that they have my undivided attention, right? And another term, you know, to use for distractions is called an excuse. An excuse is just a reason to justify not doing the actions towards your goals or your purpose. So let's test the distractions out in your life. Let's do the distraction meter. Do you ever say, I didn't do that because it's on my list to complete one day, and I don't have any data or plans around it. If I only had enough time, I ran out of time, there's not enough time in a day, or something as simple as, you know, I really meant to do that earlier. My gosh, I forgot. Right? Those are distractions. Those are stopping you from whatever goal that you were trying to meet. Why do we have distractions? Well, the adversary does not want us to live out our purpose and throws things in our path that ticks us off course, right? Things that, thrown, things that get thrown at us, you know, are easy distractions because our minds and thoughts are not on the correct thing. So when your mind isn't, you know, in an alignment, then it's easy to um, allow those distractions to happen. Everyone has a distraction, right? Everybody has one, two, three, four or more. Um, and God allows us to have those distractions in our lives so that we can help the next person to overcome them. Um, in your story, right, to fulfill your purpose or your next goal, right, talk about, you'll be able to talk about how you got through the distractions, and this might just, you know, encourage somebody else that might have the same distraction or other distractions in their life. So now I'm going to give you six types of distractions. Number one distraction is others, right? Asking you to take them someplace, bring them something. They need you to talk right now. The second distraction is trying to work in your areas of weakness, right? Doing things that um, you know nothing about or that you're just not good at. The third type of distraction is lack of planning um, for your normal life activities, things that you already know, you know, you have scheduled out. So it could be doctor's appointments coming up. It could be, um, you know, the kids in their 
weekly practice for volleyball, right? Did you write it down and add it to your calendar? I noticed, you know, for me before um, I switched, you know, going to church to Tuesdays and I would plan on um, scheduling calls and things on Tuesdays during that time. And because I hadn't written it in my calendar and made that switch, then, you know, it's kind of like I was overbooking myself. So, you know, just being diligent and um, as things come up right, asking yourself, you know, if you wrote it down or added it to your calendar. Um, number four is a lack of focus, right, where you're not able to concentrate on the task at hand. Uh, number five way of a distraction would be self-sabotage. That could be the lack of passion or commitment. Um, it could be the lack of planning or knowing what to do next. Um, or it could just be plain old stuck, right? Where you're stuck in a spot. And another type number six of distractions that, you know, I'll cover now is um, your thoughts not being in alignment with the success. Um, of you achieving your goal or your purpose, right? If your thoughts are not in alignment, um, that's definitely a distraction. Okay, so now we're going to go over um, nine ways um, to eliminate distractions. Okay. So the first way, you know, is learning to say no, right? I mentioned this one last week, right, and taking your life back. Learning to say no. What you're focused on is more important too, right? And um, that good old phrase, somebody else's lack of planning, priorities, or non-life-threatening emergencies is not um, constitute emergency in your life. I've had several friends, you know, that had experienced their kids not including them um, in their plans and letting them know what was coming up. So when they got to ask um, to be pulled into whatever their kids were doing, they told their kids no. In one instance, right, it involved going to a sports practice that was not on her calendar and she told him no right she stood her ground because she had other things that was planned she was not pulled into this plan initially um, of course he was upset right but then he did find an alternate way you know to and from practice but you know just being able to learn to say no and learn when to say no right sometimes you might not be able to say no another way number two um, to eliminate a distraction is to know what your strengths and weaknesses are. Um, figure out what your strengths are and making sure you're working in those areas. If you don't know what your strengths and weaknesses are, you know, a good place to start is taking the strengths finders assessment. Make sure that what you are doing makes sense in order to meet your goal, right? So just because you're techie doesn't mean that you should be doing the techie stuff um, for your business, right? Which brings me to point number four. I'm sorry, or this might be point number three. Yep. We can't go anywhere alone. So, you know, building your team out. Get someone else to help in your areas of weakness, right, in the areas um, so that you can keep focusing on your goal and purpose. If it's your desire and it makes sense to strengthen those weaknesses, you know, that's a little different topic. Um, but let's talk about, you know, here, what makes sense, right? Let's say, if you have no experience in web designing, um, you're a counselor and you need a web page, right? And you have no desire to make um, a web designing business, 
then it doesn't make sense for you to build up the skills on web designing, right? It only makes sense for you to have somebody else to build your web page for you. Another example, right? If you have all the web designing skills that are possible that you could ever have and you could build your own site, right? And you're in the coaching business, um, does it make sense for you to spend your time designing your own web page? I mean, it could take right hour, a couple hours to several days to several weeks, right? If you're looking for um, that perfection, right? And those several hours or days or weeks could be spent doing things that will bring you greater value in the succession of your business. And it's okay. I'm not, don't get me wrong now. You know, it's okay to um, want to learn a new skill, right? However, is it worth setting your goal or your purpose back um, due to your learning curve, right? So an example of something that does make sense would be um, you have no skills in web designing and you're starting a digital business in web design, right? Then it does make perfect sense for you to build those, um, those skills out. Number four is to put your normal activities on your schedule and calendar, right? So you have them and you remember what they are. You know, you go get your hair done or your hair cut every two weeks at, on Wednesday at 10 a.m., put on your schedule, right? Have it already sitting out there. If you go to church on Sundays from 10 to 11, 30 a.m., and then on Wednesdays from 7 to 8.30 p.m., put it on your schedule, right? And sometimes it even makes sense to even put that drive time on your schedule if you know it takes you a half hour to and from, right? So you're going to build in 6.30 to 7, driving, 8.30 to 9, driving. Right, just just put it on your schedule. It's easy to pull, you know, the daily put the it's easy to put the daily routines on your schedule because they're already planned, right? Um, if they're not on your schedule, it's either easy to overlook them and forget about them. Like I had said, right? I switched my church days to Tuesdays, and I never updated my calendar. Here I, here I am, you know, building out um, meetings you know, at 6.30 or 7 p.m. on a Tuesday when um, church, you know, was starting at 7 or my drive time was at 7. So just making sure, you know, you're updating your calendar with appointments that you know that's coming up or you're standing, um, you know, um, commitments. Number five is, you know, figuring out what's causing you not to focus, right? When you can't focus in an area, there's a reason, right? Um, is it your energy? Do you need to change what you're eating and drinking? Um, more of, and I did hear, you know, growing up that, or actually I was in college and was having a hard time, you know, focusing in class. And they told me that not drinking enough water can cause, you know, you not to be able to focus or to keep your attention. Right? Is it health related? Do you need to change your diet? Do you need to eat more fruit? Um, is it a lack of commitment? You know, figure out what's the impact of not accomplishing this goal, right? because you're not committed, but because you're not committed, you're not going to be able to reach it and you're not focusing on it. So really, um, what's making you not be able to focus on it? Uh, is it the fear of something like change? When I was a Mary Kay consultant, my director would always quote, the pain of staying the same must be greater than the pain of change for one to make a change, right? So kind of figuring out what the fear is. Um, is it success, the fear of success? Is it the fear of commitment? Is it the fear of lack of support? 
you know, and you have to tackle those fears one by one, you know, and bring them down, right? Because um, otherwise they'll keep you not being able to focus. Number six is getting rid of the self-sabotage. So make your plan and keep to your plan. So in addition to everything that, you know, we've already talked about is having your plan can help you to be rid of that self-sabotage. A lot of times we get stuck because we don't know, you know, what do I do next? What's my next step? But, and I said, but, if we have our plans already set before us, right, we'll always have an idea of what's next. Yes, in your plan, you might have missed a step or another step came up or in order to do X, you needed to do, you know, A, B that wasn't initially on the plan, right? That's okay. You know, but the whole idea is to have a plan so that we can keep moving forward. Right, and a part of the plan is so that you know what to do and and you know what you um, don't know, right? You know what you don't have. You know what you do have. So when you have your plan and you know advance, you have time to fill in those gaps. Whether it's hiring somebody for that gap or whether it's buying something because you know that you're going to need it, right? Is it scheduling a meeting because you know that you're going to need to you know, do this paperwork or, you know, you're going to have to have questions, right, you know, far enough in advance so that you're not stuck and wondering what to do next or how you're going to get it done. By having that plan, you kind of have already built that out. And, you know, number seven to eliminating distractions um, is treating your purpose, right, like a child. Um, you give your purpose a goal or, you know, a due date, right? You eliminate the distractions that could prolong it, right? And you treat it as if the distraction will jeopardize the health and delivery of your goal. Besides, you are giving birth to your purpose, right? And your, um, your, um, the calling that God has on your life. So, you know, it is in jeopardy, right? When we continue to allow distractions um, to get in the way of what we're doing. Number eight is, is your heart and your mind in alignment with your purpose or your goal? If your heart is not involved in the purpose, then it's going to be hard to align your thoughts on achieving that goal, right? My favorite quote on thoughts from the Bible is, you know, Proverbs 23, 7, the very first portion of it. Um, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So ask yourself, you know, within your heart, you know, and why do you genu genuinely want to achieve this goal? And number nine to eliminating the distractions is, you know, to choosing your thoughts, right? You got to keep positive thoughts flowing through your mind. Thoughts are everything. They do make and break us, right? They keep us either moving forward, your thoughts can move you backwards, or can make you stick, right? You're, you're sticking in one place. Your thoughts can either be, um, what do I need to do to accomplish my purpose? Or not, right? If you're not thinking about what you're going to do to accomplish it, then you're not thinking about your purpose or your goal. And then your thoughts um, will be on why can you fulfill your purpose and why you can't, right? What are you thinking on? Are you thinking why you can or why you can't? So my question to you, you know, is what will you think on? Remember, you know, if you need help or you want to go through the thoughts 
right? Read As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. Like I said, it's a really small um, index card size book that's only about 64 pages. Um, it is really, you know, helpful um, to get your thoughts in order. So just to recap, a distraction is a person, that action or event that separates you from focusing on your purpose, the goal that you are currently working towards. Whatever you're doing right now, you are sacrificing for something else that you could be doing. Right. And then testing your distraction meter, asking yourself those questions, you know. Um, am I saying, I wish I did, I could have, I had planned on it, there's not enough time, right? Testing that distraction meter. And then learning what the distractions are in your life. I only gave you, you know, a list of six. There are a ton of more, you know, um, distractions. And then the nine steps to eliminating the distractions again are one, learning to say no, knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are, building your team out, putting your activities and your normal routines on your calendar, tackling the reasons that you can't focus, getting rid of the self sabotage by having a plan. Um, treating it like you're having a child, aligning your mind and your heart with your purpose, and choosing your thoughts. If you know someone that this podcast may be of value to, remember to share this podcast with them. If this episode added value to or resonated with you in any way, please remember to leave a review. Thank you for tuning in to Mastering You with Monica Madden. Until our next episode, remember, words matter, be kind to yourself, and be kind to others.